it's time for the Twice Removed Podcast with Linda and Gina, where we talk about all things genealogy, including making connections with long-lost relatives while snooping in on our ancestors. Hey, it's good to know where you come from. Well, hey, everybody. We are back at Twice Removed, our little genealogy podcast with Linda, who's over there. I'm hey, over Linda. here. <laughs> over there and gina who's over here she's over and there and we got a good one today i'm kind of excited about this one are you yeah because it's food related so yeah naturally <laughs> <laughs> it's personal though it's all about um food and travel to your ancestral places yeah I, so i would i would be the first one on the plane I do you know where to. you'd go exactly italy Italy, yeah, Palermo. We're from Palermo and Alcamo, which is Sicily too, next to Palermo. So, of course, Italy. If I could, you know, it's so funny that we, you, even though you're a mixed bag of things, you always tend to lean toward one ethnicity that you are, and and that one is it for me. I love it. I love the food. I love the culture. I love the music. I love everything about it. Yeah, generally be the one that you're pushed into the most too, and you have the most exposure well, how about to. you where would you want to go well um i probably would want to go to norway because i haven't been there yet but i've been to sweden and my father mm. was born in norway and we only went to sweden because that's where my grandfather lived and there was nobody else left so okay that's but is we that went. like a, a a plethora of fish dishes or something yeah, and really good bread. Uh, I don't know if I'd be... Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I could make it on the bread. I'm not no, a fish girl. So. And cheese and... Yeah. So basically pizza. Sure. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, it was like normal food, you know. Um, but Norway, because, you know, I, I haven't seen that and where my father was born and all that. And that's kind of cool. Did you have any, like, Norwegian dishes passed to you that you make or... I don't know or, if it is a Norwegian dish or not, but um, my father's cousin's mother, who would, would be like my grandmother age, you know, at the time when she was alive and I was a little kid, but she had this really great spice cake and I don't think it was Norwegian for some reason, but it was just really good. And that's the only thing I remember. I didn't have anybody cook Swedish or Norwegian food for me growing up, so I wouldn't know. Oh, uh, so you and you don't do it now? You don't try it, or have you tried? Anything? I have tried to replicate this bread that I had that was almost cake-like when I was a, a oh. kid visiting Sweden, and um, uh, the recipe does not exist for what I'm looking for. It may have been more of a cake than a bread, but it had cardamom in it, and it's just really nice and sweet and spicy at the same time. Oh, that's interesting. And they had something similar to it over in Solvang. If anybody's been to Solvang in so Southern California, um, it's a little Danish town. And, you know, Dan Denmark and Norway and Sweden, they're all in this little tiny cluster. So it's like, you know, you have them going back and forth all the time. So a lot of the food's really similar. They but they had, yeah, they had cardamom bread there. So that was nice. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So I've had it in California within the last 10 years. <laughs> now, it, it, was that bread just a tasty little treat or was it for a holiday or a special? It's just normal everyday thing. Um, oh, you know, okay. it was kind of like if you put a little um, spice into challah bread. Mm. It's very oh, okay. similar. It's kind of like that, only not yellow. It's just, you know, it's kind of got that same sweet, only has like a little 
little spice added to it. If you know what cardamom is, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. But that's a favorite. But on the German side, um, and I've made these, my mom and I figured out the recipe on our own because we didn't have one. It's not necessarily in cookbooks. Um, she didn't have it in her cookbook, but it's called a dump noodle. And basically dump translates to steam and noodle can either be a noodle or a dumpling. So what these are is they're like little yeast breads. And, um, you know, like when you have a pizza dough in a, in a ball, it's about that uh -huh. size when you cook it. So you take those and you let them rise about that size. And then you stick them into a, um, you know, like a, a black, one of those black iron um, skillets, crock pot thingies with the lid. Oh, They're really okay. deep. What are they? What are those called? A, a Dutch oven pot? or something? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, like a yeah, Dutch yeah. oven, like the iron kind. If you're lucky to have one of those and you just put like some oil in there and you let you put the balls in there and you um, let them get fried and you put a little salt on on the bottom so they have that nice little savory thing to them and oh, wow. you let them go and then you add water and then you cover it. Well, what time do we need to come over to try? Yeah, we need to make those, right? <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, they're really good. So then you'd have that with like potato soup or lentil soup or something like that. But they're regional. And also they make like a vanilla sauce for them, like a sweet sauce. But I never had it like that. It was like, mm, no, this is more of a savory thing for me. How did I miss those? They're good. They're good. Sounds like it. And, you know, they sell them at like, um, they have a lot of festivals in Germany. And that's one thing that I like to go to, like over the summer and into the fall. Um, like they'll have a pretzel fest where they just have soft pretzels. And of course, there's a beer tent and all the music oh and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so there's the, that. The bloating, but it would be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who needs the beer? Just give me the pretzels. Right. <laughs> and so they have a festival like that. And then there'll be a town nearby that maybe has an asparagus festival that would probably be April. And they have that white asparagus in Germany. Oh, yeah. And that's, Get that yeah. veggie in. Yeah. And you know how they make them white? It's not like they're any different. This is what I heard is that they cover them and they grow like that in the dark and they don't get green. So they don't have that bitterness to them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. So that's the, you can't find them here that easily. Sometimes they're supposed to be white, but they, by the time you find them here, they're yellow. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's just like the wine festivals, like when they have the new wine. And then they'll have like a big party around that. And then they have all these little stands where they sell like Lepkuchen, which is like a gingerbread and um, nuts with the um, sugar on them, you know, like the um, like burnt almonds, only whatever pecans or whatever, walnut, whatever. And um, and then they'll sell dump noodles sometimes like that from those stands too. And then they have another thing that my family made back in the 1900s my mom actually worked with them so it must have been in the 30s 40 early 30s or so she was probably a kid maybe 10 or so um but they made this thing that was like a confection and it's like a, a cream kiss is what it translates to and it's like a little wafer that is kind of like like a sugar cone wafer and then this really really soft fluffy filling that's like a marshmallow only it's not sticky it's just fluff like air wow and then they dip it in chocolate oh, and they, okay yeah <laughs> road trip yeah <laughs> we need a field trip yeah so those you know they don't travel well i've had them sent but they used to sell them over in the alpine village in um torrance before they closed oh. recently darn it 
Yeah. But you, you could get them over um, the holidays and whatever. So that's the kind of stuff I would be road tripping for in Germany. I would be going to find like some of the other towns that um, I'm finding in my family tree research. Um, like it's not just the town that they're in now. It's clearly like all over Germany and yeah, just exactly. go and explore and try to find maybe some old addresses and find the houses and um, I've got this one picture that was like a watercolor that I still don't know who made it or who had it made or anything like that but um, it was my mother's mother's house that she grew up in with her family and um, I know the address they changed the name of the street and everything but I know where it is I asked my cousin she said oh yeah it's still there it's now Seacutstraza it's not like Worth Street anymore so, oh, oh okay cool. but it's still there you could there. google earth it maybe and see it yeah uh, and you know what came up was the stuff across the street from it because I think they, it's residential so they don't show it but the commercial across the street they did so the house is still there supposedly oh, so wow. stuff like that and you know That's it's great. like I'd, I'd been there when I was a kid because it was like around the corner from where my grandparents lived um, when I was a little kid. And so we'd been there before. But, you know, going around and you can just get on the um, the, the trains and just go anywhere. And just say, okay, well, now we're going to go to Heidelberg this week and check that out and see who used to live there and find their addresses and have some food there and whatever. It's well, they, they have been saying that ancestry travel is up at all time high and stuff and people are doing those trips and getting their you know package together and heading over to their ancestries and and being able to see more things and try new things and be a part of it just it, it fills you up in your heart more to be able to walk in those footsteps a little it bit it is and then sometimes too it's good to go because you can't find all of the documents that you want so if you go to exactly. the hometown and you can read the language fortunately i can but it's still the handwriting that's a mess i'd have probably have to bring <laughs> a cousin with me one, one of my older ones who might know some of the older script because there's four there's four old scripts in german and uh, good thing i have this little ai app that i can scan stuff with and it's not always right but it's close <laughs> <laughs> And That's it can great. it can guess some things, but you know if you have to go to the town uh, archive and dig some stuff up like that, that's a good time to do it. But you have to kind of prove that you're sort of related somehow, like maybe show them your family tree on your phone, or I don't know. I'm not really sure what they would require. I don't know what they could tell from like a sixth generation name or something. Yeah, you know? it's true. Because <laughs> yeah, that stopped. Um, I don't know my on both sides i don't think my family name is still the same it's amazing how it evolves yeah yeah so but that's what i would do and you know it's time to start traveling again yeah people have been yep for sure so but what else what what kind of food is your favorite and what would you be chasing i'm on the italian and we have um a celebratory holiday on march 19th and it's the feast of saint joseph saint joseph day san giuseppe day um my grandparents were the first ones to have it in la they brought it over from italy with with those pizza pans no doubt um and it was 
that the Sicilians were very poor and they had a famine and they prayed to St. Joseph because they needed rain. And they said, if, you know, if we get rain, then we will, you know, promise to, you know, feast you and stuff and, and celebrate you. And they got rain and they had a bumper crop harvest. Mm -hmm. So they have these altars or tables and they fill it with every kind of food imaginable except no meat and they don't use meat or they don't use dairy and so like they'll do a special pasta melanesa sauce that has um sardines in it and Yum. i don't eat that because that's <laughs> fish <laughs> and i do know fish since being a five-year-old and finding a bone in my mcdonald's fish burger <laughs> and that oh, was the end took. of it for me wow. <laughs> yes that's all it took no more adventure so, after that no 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 and instead, <laughs> instead of parmesan cheese they use like um breadcrumb oh, yeah. and stuff like that so um it's wonderful they have a dessert called um pinolata or strafoli if you're from the northern part of italy and basically it's it's fried dough with honey on it and it's so plain and and sicilian stuff was it since it was so poor it was it's very simple things are simple i mean like my mom would always say oh well we had hard-boiled eggs with our suku our spaghetti sauce because they couldn't afford to have meatballs meatballs are for the rich people mm -hmm. so but that's what i eat in mine because i don't eat meat but i mean i i like the hard-boiled eggs in it and i've passed that on to my wife now who likes that in hers too so it's just um the simple stuff and pizza of course and you always make extra dough and you fry it up and put some sugar on it and it's called kachat so that was like the little dessert that you look forward to if you have some leftover pizza dough so um it, it's intriguing to to see how resourceful everyone was and still bring this beautiful feast together year after year and stuff and they'd have you know people act as the saints and all this stuff so it, it's just a wonderful tradition and we've still kept it going we've we've kept it going um my mom's probably the second oldest um one left <laughs> of the of the elders and so um she usually puts out a table and you just invite everyone and you get donations and it goes to the poor to feed the poor and and some her church has done it with her and stuff like that so do you make your own pasta no <laughs> nope <laughs> they don't we don't go that far we have but it's just you know the the pinolata in itself is work and and everything else but um and the pizza dough is, is we make our own pizza dough we don't buy pizza dough and uh, we used to make our own sauce with crushing the tomatoes, but uh, we, we'll fake it and get some good canned sauce, some cento pizza sauce. And, You're not going to um, set up like a barrel and throw tomatoes in it and stomp around like Lucy? That would be wonderful to do. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. I would love to go stomp on some wine grapes. That's why they call them tomatoes. <laughs> oh, but um, <laughs> there we go. And then on my my Jewish side, uh, I'm a freak for matzo ball soup i love it i love it. my mom will make chicken stock and i'll go i'll make some matzo balls but absolutely love matzo ball soup and and we had a family recipe book that one of the older uh cousins wrote and there was a interesting delicious delicious recipe for string beans and leeks Ooh. And it's really simple it's only got like four or five ingredients but oh my god it's so good uh, so good so that's one I'm thing that you can get in Europe, like different vegetable dishes. 
and yeah. the produce there is is different and it's oh yeah fresher. I'm, yeah i'm a freak for string beans anyways so it's like you know that was that just hits me good and being so picky it's nice to have these like comfort foods so if you were to do an ancestral travel um for the jewish side it's it's interesting when it's ashkenazi jewish it's like where do you start where do you know how do you know i mean yeah i mean i know my grand great-grandparents came from Kiev, but I don't think I'd want to go there at this time um, because of what's no. happening. But it, it it would be nice because nobody has gone back further than that. So, you know, and being a, of a Cohen descent that's supposed to be, you know, next to God, um, the high priest name and stuff, it would be interesting to follow it. Uh, I've had a lot of people find out that that's my last name on my you know on the jewish side and i've had guys bow down and kiss my hand and it's like um hello and they're like (laughs) oh no 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 you're it's a cohen thing it's the cohen nope 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 and stuff so it's pretty amazing what you Um, find out yeah because you know it's like the um i was looking at where that region would be and it goes from like russia all the way into germany and right into where my people are from in Germany. And I don't have any trace of Jewish in me, but you know, it rinses hey, out sometimes. Kissing cousins. <laughs> you well, never know. You never know. But it's it's possible that um it, it was the same the same place, you know, in and like the town that my mother is from. Totally fascinating if our family and your family like crossed paths. You, you know, never or sat know. in the same restaurant or, you know, you know, was at the same beach or something. That would just be a trip and a half. It's happened. It has. Yeah, people do that. They, you know, they find each other in photos, like when they've gone to Disney or something and there's somebody in the background and it's like their um, spouse or whatever, <laughs> like 30 years See? before. <laughs> See, so. it's, a, it's, it's a small world after all. And it's a, it was a smaller go. world. It was a smaller world back then, too. So it wasn't that unusual to have something yeah, like that. Happen. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, we should we should really start doing like an, a recipe exchange here for some of the stuff. We should have that posted. Oh, yeah. If anybody of our listeners have like some good recipes from their ancestry, please let us know and send it. Yeah, we'll start a uh, we'll start a blog. We'll start a blog post, and maybe we'll just have them, you know, up there, and then people can add their stuff onto the blog as like. That would be great. Yeah, and that you can find that at twicerremove.net. Yeah, so visit us and bring your recipes. Yeah. All right, so we should get all of our blog guests together and stuff, and have a big uh, potluck. Bring our yeah. favorite dishes together. Virtual potluck. Yeah, there you go. Hey, that would be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, you guys. Thank you, guys. See you. Bon appetit. The Twice Removed podcast is produced by Linda Anderson and Gina Glass. All opinions expressed are of our own and of our guests. For more information and upcoming guests, please visit our website, twicerevoved.net.